Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. Lock the gate! All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuck, Adelics? What's happening? Uh, look, Nikki Glazer's on the show. Uh, she was on the show back in 2016 when she had her show Not Safe with Nikki Glazer on Comedy Central. And uh, look, I see her around. You know, she's living in St. Louis. She's around occasionally. I always like her. She's a very frank, honest, dirty comic. Um, I like it. She's a dirty lady. And... Uh, I always enjoy seeing her. Um, and she was around, and she's got this new HBO special out, Nikki Glaser, Good Clean Filth. She also is the host of F-Boy Island on HBO Max. And I thought, well, fuck, let's, we're revisiting some people, some people who I like to talk to. Let's talk to Nikki. And um, man, it gets a little racy, a little raw, a little honest. Just honest about deep fucking food issues and sex stuff. And I don't have these conversations much, but uh, for some reason, I trust her. I trust Nikki Glaser to talk about this. So I don't know how you hold your life together, but I don't have an assistant. You know, a lot of people in my position who have basically three jobs all the time, uh, which is stand-up, which is WTF, and at other times, you know, acting, that I should have somebody watching over my day-to-day so I can be more efficient and take some things off my plate. But I seem to like a full plate, even if it's just bullshit. I just have been doing bullshit, and it's really the best way to ground yourself. I mean, I literally was sort of excited and overprepared to go to the DMV to get my real ID. I'm not even sure a real ID is a real idea or or a good idea. I I mean, I don't know. It's some sort of... Uh, a kind of management of our identities. I don't know what the idea of the real ID is. I guess it's that every state will have a real ID situation so they can federalize driver's licenses and make the database more efficient for when they want to get us. But I'm like, I'm excited about it. I, I'm excited about my real ID because like I have to, my license expired and I got to shift over to the real ID and they need, they need documentation of where I live. They need to know where I live and I need to submit that and then I'll have it. But there's something like, I just, I just want to show up and do the stuff and have it on and, and, and then get it processed. So I go to the DMV and, you know, and it's peak COVID over here. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, it's peak COVID, but it's not deadly COVID. It's fine. You don't want COVID. You, there's no reason to get COVID four times. It can't be good. 
You know, for all you whiny people about vaccines causing heart attacks and this and that, there seems to be repercussions of getting more and more COVID that uh, could last a lifetime, and they're not great. But I went to the DMV, masked up, got in there. It was crazy. It was exactly, it was so predictable. It's almost like a hacky DMV experience. It's like, this is exactly like the DMV should be. This is exactly what it is. Just like literally hundreds of people doing any number of things you can do at the DMV. Titles, IDs, pictures, taking driver's tests. It was crazy. It looked like there were people sleeping there. It looked like there were people camping out at the DMV. But I made an appointment and surprisingly, I got in there, had my documents, was pleasant. And I was I was done in like 15, 20 minutes. And then I couldn't find my keys. I left my keys at the DMV. It's very interesting what your brain does. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't say yours when something like that happens. When I'm in a crowded place and you have to assume there, there has to be a criminal element in this DMV right now. Does there? Am I being racist? Am I being, you know, there's part of me that's like, is, are there any representatives of the Armenian mob here? You know, that's what happens when something falls out of order. Tickets for my shows in Montreal, the solo shows that I've been putting off telling you about so I could sell tickets to the gala. But these are the solo shows. Now, this is a small place. seats about 120. And I'll try to pronounce it properly. But they go on sale today at noon Eastern. All right? And the name of the place is... <laughs> is... Uh, Saul Claude Leveille. It's a it's a theater. I don't know what that means in French. Saul Claude Leveille. Maybe I got it right. But look, you can go to uh, my website wtfpod.com/tour, or you can go to hahaha.com and grab these tickets. All right, it's gonna. There's only a few. Show on Thursday. July 28th is at 7 p.m. Then the show on Friday is at, uh, on July 29th, is at 8.30 p.m. Saul Claude Leveille. <laughs> you can get tickets at wtfpod.com slash tour or at uh, hahaha.com. Okay. Anyway, I'm at the DMV and I've left my keys somewhere, and I run through the place twice, and everywhere I stopped, couldn't find the keys. And right away, my brain goes into like, what do I do now? Did somebody go take my car? All you'd have to do is go out into the parking lot and push the little uh, alarm buzzer on the key fob, and you would find my car, and then you would take my car, and then there'd be something in my car that would have my address. Then you have the keys to my house. Then you're in my house. Then maybe you're, maybe you're petting my cats, and I don't know you. Why are you in my house? Granted, you don't have my alarm uh, code, but maybe I didn't put the alarm on. So you're hanging out at my house. Maybe you're, you're touching everything. Maybe you're just climbing into my bed and hanging out for a few minutes to see what that feels like. Maybe you're stealing things. Maybe you're, you're taking all my, my loose change. Maybe you're taking some of my pottery. 
maybe you're just going to wait till later to do all that. So I go out to the car and the car is still there and I don't really know what to do. Do I go home? Do I get a lift home? Do I, I get a car service and go get my extra keys? Or when I come back, is my car going to be gone? Should I stand by my car and wait for whoever the criminal element is that has my keys to come out here and show themselves and then confront them in the parking lot and say, what did you think you were going to do with my keys now that you found my car? What was your plan, man? Who are you? Who sent you? What did you think was going to happen? Were you going to go get in my bed just to check out my mattress, you fucking weirdo? So that went on in my head. And uh, then I asked if there was a lost and found. And the security guy goes, go to window 12. And I asked her, did anyone find any keys? And she goes, keys? And she walked back to a desk where another lady was sitting and held up some keys. I'm like, yup. She's like, what kind of car? Uh, Toyota. Okay. She gave me my keys. So a lot went on in my head, full narrative. There was some dude in my bed, fully clothed, just because. There was a dude touching my cats. There was a dude going through my stuff, taking my change, all of that, maybe eating some snacks. Man, what the fuck is wrong with me? Listen to me. Nikki Glazer is here. Uh, her new special, Good Queen Filth, is now streaming on HBO Max. Season two of F-Boy Island is also on HBO Max. And uh, this is us getting down to it. Brass tacks, eating disorders, vibrators, sex, stuff. Enjoy. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. I don't know, you know, what, what's, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? I'm not hung up on money. Me neither. Right? I, I just stopped being. I mean, I like it. Right, but, but it doesn't drive your life. No, but I, but yeah, I just, I'm trying to write a I was thinking about writing a book and mm. I just realized that the the stress of not even getting a book proposal together and the the loose deadlines that my agents have given me for that have caused me so much stress that I don't even want a book to I don't this I don't care how many I don't care what the number is it's not worth feeling guilty all the time Books that I'm not writing. It's like it's like being it's like having an incomplete in college. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're so hard. Where you just sort of like oh. How can I write a paper now? It's six months after I graduated. I still oh, had to write yeah. the- Oh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean by an incomplete in college? I mean- That resonated with me, and then I go, I don't know that I know. Well, I just it just means you didn't finish a, uh, one class. Like, you, you still oh, have yeah, a paper- Oh, yeah, to get your- Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit. Oh, 
No, I I, can't, I I really don't think I would be able to do it. I, and I think that everything that I would want to say in a book, I've said on a podcast at some point. And if someone really cares, just go back and listen to stuff. You know what you can do? Because I wrote a couple books and yeah, I, I, I would never write another one. Uh, the last Why? one. Well, the ones that you just write by yourself, they just hang over you and they don't sell. I mean, maybe you're huge and I don't know. Are you no, huge? No, no. Well, then it's not going to be worth it unless you get a huge deal. The last book I wrote, they just, they... It was at the beginning of podcasts and Twitter and shit. Yeah. So they were all about like, he's got all this exposure. Let's give him a big money. There's, there's a big yeah. more. And I'm like, I had no desire to write a book, but the, the money was stupid. So I'm like, exactly. I'll write it, but this will be the last book I ever write for a lot of reasons. I'm not going to make this money back. Yeah. And I don't like doing it. I don't like writing. I don't no, even I don't like writing it. my own TV I don't show. Either. I, don't, I hate it. Oh God, yeah. That's the other thing. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like writing my own act. You're the I same as me. Uh, you're the only person that I have heard has the same, uh, you know, writing style uh, for stand up as me, where it's just all in your head and yeah. you don't really write anything down. And no, you just you, outline it. Yes. Yeah. Me just too. make these outlines. But you lose so much shit like that. And oh, I, it's the worst process. And I it's and I and when I look at helpful. people that are really successful, they always uh, <laughs> are on their laptops. They have it all written down long form. Well, I mean, it, but they're also doing a different type of joke. Like these people that have like some sort of distance between them and their routine, which I don't really. I mean, it is the me that lives on stage. Sure. But I'm not just writing general jokes. No. I mean, I I do sometimes. Sometimes they're fun to still no, pepper in, and and they're they yeah. they're they're all over my set. But no, I don't do that anymore either. There is no difference between me on and off stage. I feel like they're, I can, which is so nice to finally be able to go on stage and be very conversational. Yeah, it, I mean, you do stop talking off stage sometimes, right? Mark, <laughs> what? Are you insult? Are you telling me that I talk too much? No, I'm just saying that I say that too. That there's a difference, no difference between me on stage and off. But oh, that, but like off stage, yeah, like there's that. another 24 hours. There's another 23 hours. Yeah, so, and I think that no, like, it's obviously a heightened version of myself and a very. But I know what like, you mean. You're uh, just comfortable, co- confident version of myself. Right. And, um, but there's no. It's people are always shocked at how seamless it is from me having a conversation with them in the wings yeah. of the theater. And then just being like, hold on one second, I'll just get right back to that. And then being able to walk out without having to do some kind of breathing exercise yeah. or centering myself. I can just oh, no. <laughs> flow right into yeah. it. I don't even bring opener anymore. I've, really? I've, I've lately just been going out because I got all this material. I know. I have too much too. Right. So I'm just sort of like, fuck it. They're here to see me. What do I need? And I'm sort of mean because I get out and I go, there's no opener. It's me. Yeah. I just, I'm tired of the the patter and the trying. <laughs> I I don't so disagree do with it. you. I bring an opener. I like because op- bringing openers helps give comics opportunity, that's the only and that's reason. important that's to do. Only, it. It's part of it's part of our legacy. Yes, like it's it's part of the responsibility to give back. And they keep me company. Well, see that that goes. I need way. that yeah. very deeply. I could do not. You? I have three openers sometimes. I bring two. Regardless, I have uh, my Anya Marina. She's a musician. She's my best friend. So she comes out and does two songs. Then my um, podcast really? co-host, who my fans already know and they are fans of, Who's he that? comes out. Andrew Collin. Oh, the, is he the guy that is always there with you? Always there with me. Okay. Yes, he's my. Uh, you know, he lives in my building, and we do a podcast together from St. Louis four days a week, and yeah. then um, and then I. Oh, so he opens it. They usually I have like a yeah. one, usually three, and then Anya comes out, does two songs, and then she does a third song, and then I come out and sing with her. Oh, and then and um, then you do your show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is it? So then what are you left with? Like fifteen minutes? 
uh, $15 at the end of paying for all this shit. But uh, uh, no, I do like sometimes I do, you know, an yeah. hour 40 sometimes. Yeah, me too. And then me I too. have to just every night go, can you do five minutes, Andrew? I'm sorry. Well, like, I, a, I know what's the point. But I, that's why I do it myself because yeah. I know I'm working shit out. Yeah. And I got to shoot a special in December and it's a long, it's a long arc. But so I've got this like two hours, hour 45. Yes. Some of it I'm going to burn in Montreal and I can be done with it because mm-hmm. I got to do a TV thing. But no one's going to see that here. No, no one ever sees that. I know. Where does it go? I don't know. No one No one ever tweets about <laughs> so it. So much no pressure goes No one ever talks in. about it. So much preparation, so much planning, so much pressure is on those gala sets. Yeah. And then I never see them again. Never. I, I never see them. I can't them on YouTube. But nobody, right. And nobody talks about them. No. It's the weirdest thing. It, it, it First is. of all, you know, you really, like as big a country as Canada is, there's not a lot of people there. Number one. Right. Um, and number two, like, you know, you just would think there'd be a flurry of maybe two tweets Nothing. when they run it, when they I repeat know. it. I've done like, I've done four of or at least of those galas of one kind or another. Did one in Winnipeg. Did one mm-hmm. in I'm hosting this one. Oh, that's nice. I guess it's that's nice. Fun. It would have been nice 10 years ago. It feels like a they big deal me. in the moment. I, but I've done so many of them. It's not an easy room. It's no, huge. No, it's not. It's and a it's huge like, and it's room. Just, it's just like, you get, it, it's terrible. Hosting is never easy no matter when, when you do it. But okay, yeah, so I'm the, not going to do it. But anyway, do it. So, well, what I'm saying about the opener thing yeah. is that I started to realize that if I'm going to be up there to an hour and a half, and I follow some guy who's doing twenty twenty five, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it could be like a two hour, two and a half hour, two fifteen. Like I, they don't want that. No my, one wants that. My fucking that. audience is grown ups. They got babysitters. Yes, and shit. I so, sometimes offer if I go too long and I go, you, you have, have to pay. Care. I will say I will Venmo you for the extra hour for your babysitter. I feel so bad that I kept you so long. I, I start to feel bad because I don't want to see anyone more mm-hmm. than two hour, two two fifteen. And here we are doing it. And, I know. And and sometimes I, feel I, bad. Used, I used to do it. Sometimes I do it when I was tanking. Like if oh, I wasn't yeah. having a good show, I just stay up there because waiting for something waiting, good to happen. Or, or I think subconsciously, them. it's sort of uh, it's a mixture of both of those. But it's also sort of like, <laughs> they can't leave saying I, I didn't try. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know they can't they can't go like God. He just fucking. It ate it and bolted. Yes. It's like, no, I'm going to stay up here until... Oh, uh, I used to close with a dance. And by used to, I mean a couple months ago. It was just fun to <laughs> so, do. So I had my two openers. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I had my two openers come out at the end. Yeah. And, uh, and there's no, like, there was no closer that's like, and so you must dance. And then the music comes. I close on just whatever bit I end up on. That, yeah, right. Uh, there was never but, any so, plan. Oh, so you know that with the dance, it'll be strong close, no matter you, what. Exactly. It always gives them something... It, even if they didn't have fun, at least they saw me do a weird dance. Like there's so, there's some I always have to give extra things, and no. then the meet and greets, I I give so much because I just want them to not be able to go. It wasn't that great because if they meet me, they're gonna have a good time. I'm a really good meet. I'm a yeah. great great too. Yeah, I a good meet and greet. Yeah, I do it both. Well, I mean, what do you think this is though? Because I mean, uh, I, I, low self esteem. Exactly right. Yeah, it's a you know, it's because I, I don't do the meet and greet anymore. What I'll do is I like hang around. Uh, you know, it, it be backstage for a while. Right. And then I'll just wander out about 20 minutes later and I just figure whoever's out in front of the theater. Whoever, yes. You know, the 20 weirdos who yeah. I, who love me and I love them. And they put in the time, they waited. And, and I'll do a few pictures. Sure. But I won't do the line anymore. 
There's too many pictures of me out in the world looking tired with strangers. Yeah. yeah. And they don't go anywhere. Talk about where you never see it. I, I take hundreds of pictures a night and then no one posts it. I go, what? you're waiting for me to die so you can have a good Instagram post because that's when this Maybe will show up. Maybe they just want to have their own memory. Maybe no they're not all about. No one has memories anymore they in their do. phone. They only they post. Do. The only reason you take a picture mm. is to post it. I but just, I, I, I love doing tired. it. I, I, I really enjoy it because I've. I've you don't I, do merch anymore, though, do you? I do merch, but I don't I do not do it myself. Uh. I could never do that and look people in the eye and, and convince them to buy a shirt that says Nikki Glazer is my hall pass or whatever the fuck I'm selling. Like, I, I could not. I, I feel someone, I'm such a so bad salesman. I don't manager? believe in myself. You bring someone on the road to, to, to yeah, sell? Yeah, a tour manager. that, And then you just, uh, the venue has someone that you pay, you know, you tip extra. I just can't. I can't, I, I can't deal with the anxiety of the boxes and knowing that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That, that's all taken care of. I would never do it if it wasn't taken care of. But the meet and greets, I do like. I, I charge $50 for them at the merch booth if you want to buy one but if you can't afford one you dm me and i go yeah i'll give you one like if you care enough to meet me you do a 50 dollars meeting because they get paid 50 bucks to hang out with you well it's 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 one of the items at the merch booth but if you can't afford it i will always give it to you and the like people a- that run the merch booth know that like if someone is just like how do i meet nikki i don't oh and they're worried about the money then i'll just give it to you so i'm that, not trying to make money off of it helping but I'm tr- the homeless no i'm trying to minimize how many people i meet because if you just meet everyone yeah. then you get a lot of guys grabbing you weird ways saying dirty jokes to you oh, really? uh, just their hands lingering this is the move they do they they around your waist yeah and then when the picture is over they they let their hand drape and yeah. then slide across your ass slowly so you cannot call them out for hey you just touched my ass because they'll, they'll be go like, oh it's a mistake what are you talking about yeah and then it's a whole thing so you just so let that it repeats happen. itself oh yeah it happens over and over i will sometimes tell someone watch behind will you just watch for these guys because i know some audiences where there's going to be these guys <laughs> and these guys the guys that are security guys focused on my ass waiting for guys to touch it will not see it i'll go did you see that one they go they know it's so sly it's wow. so under the radar these guys are good yeah and so i i don't do i used to just hang out after shows and meet every single person because i heard you dane cook tired. did that or whatever i don't know you heard dane cook. you know dane cook used to do that <laughs> he used to like stay hours and meet everyone after like arenas and now i just charge just to cut down on the the sheer but number what do they get? is that part is that part of a vip package yeah it's a part of a vip thing or you can buy them individually at the merch booth or if you i have a new policy where if you go to my show alone which i think so many we miss out on so many I ticket a sales and a lot of people that won't go to shows because People that are fans of comedy have social anxiety a lot of times. People that are fans of podcasts. I get a lot of guys alone. But, but they, a lot of people will not go alone because they don't have a friend to go with and they don't want to look like a loser. So I've incentivized it and I say, if you go to my show alone, you get a free meet and greet and I will like... Uh, I'll be your friend because I think that Does that include dudes. Does that include yeah, ass everyone. Touchers? And they're the sweet. The people no. that take me out oh, are, are always the they're sweetest. Not, they're not, yeah, they're, they're always so glad. They're like, I never do anything like this. It's empowering me to go to more things alone because mm. I don't know that I could do it. I felt I felt very awkward going to things alone. But I, I just want to be able to so leave uh, before it's over. I oh, me too. Oh, God. I wonder if I would well, leave my own show before it's over. Like, so, I always think of that. And, and and possibly, but I'd miss the dancing. But what, Um. okay, so you're living in St. Louis. Yeah, I live in how St. Long Louis. Been, how long have you been doing that? Since I, March I, of 2020. I haven't, Um. I don't think we've hung out in years. So yeah. I got to catch up on shit. Okay. So well, how's the eating? eating? <laughs> I love you so much. What? Um, just get to it. What did you do? I just made my uh, anorexic salad that I have oh for the God. week. Oh, my God. What? Uh, let me guess. Is there? Is there? Um, it's an oil and vinegar you're using. Little, few, a little bit of oil. It's, not much. It's it's a cab red cabbage thing. Oh, you're in you're in a cabbage phase, are you? It's been going on a while. Oh yeah. Cabbage. How long has this been going on? Months. 
Uh, yeah, months. That's usually how long I go with it, like a food that I'm really into. Yeah, my, I thought I was going to hit the wall with it, but it, it hasn't happened yet. And I do like that the, all the time still. But the problem is, like, I was on the road for like three months, mm-hmm. for three weeks, uh, like a month, and one of it was shooting a show in Canada, mm-hmm. and I, I would, I just drifted into like, I'll fucking eat bread. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and how'd that go for you? Bad. You I'm like. Yeah, it got bloated. Like ice cream in it. I don't give a shit. Cream cheese. I don't eat fucking dairy. See, it has to be all or nothing for us. But it's like a slow build, though. It doesn't have to be that, man. But like, it turns your brain. All of a sudden, you're like, you know, like I guess I'm just a bread guy now. Yeah, I can't be that. You can be a bread guy. No, you don't have to be all the bread guy. The problem, I. Okay, March 2020, mm-hmm. I and I lived moved in with my parents in St. Louis. I was scared the pandemic was happening. Yeah, yeah. I was in between apartments in New Are you York. Still with your parents? No, no, no. Oh. I'm I'm out of there. But I was was there for ten months, and um, I just got so f- depressed very quickly, and then my eating disorder became so loud, and was honestly the thing that I realized. I go, this is why I don't have a boyfriend or anyone I could possibly live with besides my parents and this is why I don't want to live alone either because I'm so scared of how fucking weird I would get with food and how much it would kill me do you and know so that, I took care of it. it what do you mean took care of it I f- got help oh. I started go, you know go, d- what got uh, fi- fi- I just found a I found a OA? solution OA? Not, I cannot say hey, can I talk with, we talk uh, well I know you do but you're missing the, the second letter there um, I, I get that, but I mean, you are sort of saying it, and also I believe it I helps also, people. I believe it helps people too, but I also believe that if you associate yourself with that, then you're and a then representative, you well, and I, then you fail. No, I get. I then get, people I, can I, say I, it doesn't I under, work. I understand. You get, you get I understand it. that tradition. Yes. Okay. I do. do you? Sure. I absolutely. Then do. why don't you respect it? Because I say this: I am not speaking for the program. Okay. I I am in recovery, but I do not represent AA in saying this oh. that it worked for me. Okay. Or that any of it works for me. I'm very conditional about it. Right. And I have found that I get dozens, if not hundreds, of fucking emails from people I help get sober. Oh, of because course. of it. Yeah. Well, I say what I say is if you want to know what I did, you can write to me and I'll tell you. Okay. Well, but there I will you go. not con- right. confirm or deny it, what you just said. But uh, I found a. All right. Secret society. Yeah, die I found a secret society. You're old school. Yeah. You know, I just. You, I, because I right now it. I'm not um, actually very active in it. I'm still abstinent, which is for me not skipping meals. I just. I don't get to skip breakfast anymore. I don't get to. I don't get to starve ever. I don't get to be hungry and be like. Do you know that? Yes. Do you know that lady who has the ice cream? places in st louis jenny no no clementines is that oh it? yeah 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 i've heard of clementines of, yeah. of course yes i'm just not a i don't do sugar uh this shit she i she i oh, learned it's good oh, i learned so much from her what did you learn well i mean she they would the the publicist of the place is a fan of mine so they're sending me the boxes oh nice what'd you learn that in order for an ice cream to be artisanal, uh, it has to have a certain uh, milk fat ratio, and some part of it has to be made by hand. And that most of the the good ice creams do not have a high milk fat. They're all hovering around some percentage. I don't remember what it is, but real ice cream with the real amount that people you're are supposed- scared of fat. But but right, but After that's why 90s, it tastes so different. Non-fat trends, right. yes. Okay, right, so, Clementines. So, so you yeah, went- so I don't skip meals anymore, and so I, um, yeah, I, I, I really, I still struggle with stuff, but man, is it not as loud anymore? You freaked, all, all but it- you freaked out when you got home. And you just said, oh, dude, I was because I was just eating. I was starving all day. Yeah. I was doing intermittent fasting, so I was just starving all day, and then I was intermittent fasting like you were being healthy. Well, that's it's just adult anorexia. It's like right. this. F- suddenly, you don't have to lie about starving. You can just be like, oh, I'm doing a fast. IF. 
Again. And then everyone is yeah. like, oh, that's fine. And they don't ask questions and mm. they don't judge you. It's like mm. acceptable. So I really latched onto that and was just for years not eating just coffee, like lattes throughout the day and then um, start eating at night, have a dinner and then it would not stop for the rest of the night. And then I would just sleep and wake up and you just eat all night, all night long. Just protein bars, though. Like, you know, just like very Not even fun. No, well, they were so good. I mean, like I can be into anything that's re- anything what that, kind of protein like your cabbage bars? salad. You're super into it. Like, but I know that's not going to like hang on me. Well, uh, well, when I'm starving all day and I'm doing the amount of calories, know. you know, but there were like I would wake up and just collect like, you know, in the morning, count the wrappers, not knowing how many there were that I before. Yeah. It was always like nine to what 17 wrappers. I'm not going to, to say what kind because then someone's going to go. There's some anorexic listening being like, what kind did she use? I really like I did. Uh, but they but they were low sugar. Let me low sugar as low cal as I can get uh, with with still being delicious. And they are delicious. I never I never eat the protein bars. Really? And the only Good for one, you. Uh, and the only one that I'll eat sometimes is the one that's got like the uh, one egg. Oh, yeah. Those are- <laughs> yeah, that's the. Yeah, those ones. You know, you know honey. <laughs> one of those. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, those are everywhere. Peanut, yeah, those are the new peanuts. kind bars. They're taking uh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one sitting. Someone sent me one. Um, Here's what I don't understand, though. That what? That I cannot fucking shake it. The the judging the the woman I'm I've been seeing it uh, put it to me pretty pretty plainly that I don't know. I can't see that my self worth is not based on how i feel about my weight yeah i know i know because it's it just happens like it's not even that clear i just know that when i'm uncomfortable i'm like i'm terrible yeah i just want to be invisible how many chins do i have i know and but haven't you been the way you want to eight i know mark it doesn't go away unless you work a program unfortunately is my understanding of it but and uh, but the have you ever have you looked back though when you have been the weight you wanted to be and were you happy because too that, skinny well the, let's say the weight that you would want to be right now if you snap your fingers if you look back at a picture of yourself can you think you weren't happy it doesn't look then. good it did, not only does it not look good but look you, at the last season of glow I was emaciated really the last, I just like I I I just started a sugar detox by the way okay uh, yesterday of course you did no it's been a while okay so I started one uh huh. And, so but I, I did this for glow because I said, I'm going to just take off a few pounds so I can eat, not be freaked out about eating craft services mm-hmm. for the last season of glow. And I got down to like 172. All right. And that's for me, like at 175, I'm, I'm on the border of too skinny. Yeah. So at 172, like my character in the last season of glow looks like I have cancer that right. no one was talking about. <laughs> and I... <laughs> We're all waiting for this announcement to happen. <laughs> no, no, they're not going to mention it. They're not going to mention <laughs> Sam's cancer. That's oh weird. Oh my god! So yeah, even when you get you get it, you you don't look good. You don't feel good. Ugh. I can't be. I I just I, I've gained weight recently, and I felt so because so, it was so good. As soon as I started doing three meals a day, and then just letting myself eat. Just my rule was like never let yourself skip yeah. a meal, and never. Let, if you're hungry, you got to find something to eat right away. No questions asked. And I did it and I still do it. And then I started overeating and under exercising. I gained weight and it's it's a struggle sometimes. <sighs> and I feel and I'm tempted to the, the good thing is now I can't do anything about it. My rule is I don't get to diet. So when I feel fat, I got to come up with something else because it's not going to be eating less. Oh, mean, oh, I'm not oh, changing so that. As opposed to putting a control in place. Yeah, like I, whenever I used to feel like out of control about my body or hate a picture I was in or my pants yeah. were tight, I would immediately go, okay, tomorrow 
I'm starting this diet and yeah. I would fucking do it yeah. or I wouldn't do it and I'd feel like a failure. Now yeah, it's, okay, I gotta, um, I'm clearly overeating for some reason and I gotta start writing letters to God or whatever the fuck. Like I gotta start praying. I gotta start um, meditating more. Yeah. Like there's gotta be another solution. It's not going to be not eating. I can't do that because on the other side of it is always gonna be a binge, mm. whether it's now yeah. or whether it's tomorrow it's when I finally built. get to eat or whether it's months from now when I finally am, or years from now. I mean, I could starve myself for years and then, just... and then eventually it will turn into out of control eating that is so embarrassing. No one would ever I'm someone who prides myself on being so honest all yeah. the time but man was I not being honest about that I was I was talking about it being like oh I ate four protein bars last night in bed and that it was more like 13 you yeah. know like that's not once I get honest with it and I start taking pictures of the shit I was doing and sending it to the person that I was working with yeah. it just got you it was just uh, so it was so just you, so ugly no you know on Instagram that stuff <sighs> I mean if I did <laughs> It would be so, it was so alarming what I'm I was sorry. doing to myself. I'm not, but I'm, I'm not, a, I'm no, sorry please I'm not laugh. It is, it's, but it's not, so many people do this shit. I know. You realize like everyone struggles with this. And I always assumed that that place that you talked about before that I didn't say that I yeah. go to or not. Yeah. I always assumed that was for people who were o- overweight, right. extremely overweight no. and struggling. It isn't. It's no, for everyone. Yeah. And, um, and I really, uh, I found so, I didn't think anything would ever work. And although I still struggle, it is nothing like it so you, uh, So you get powerless over it and you can look at it differently. Yeah, I yeah, just don't. I, I love having a hard, fast rule, which is something anorexics love to do anyway. So my rule for myself now is it used to be like no sugar or no carbs or whatever it was. Now it's no skipping meals. Like I can stick to it. You can't do this thing and you're a bad girl if you do and I am a good girl and so I do not I got a streak going of good since you know that's great um, April of 2020 that I don't skip meals and I'll tell it's hard because everyone fucking skips meals it's the it's the way that people think they lose weight but what I, they, don't, I haven't been doing that like my I uh, and I'm, I'm happy for you but I just started a sugar detox how why <laughs> Why? Are you trying to lose weight? You look, why would you want to change no, the way just, you look at no, all right now? Well, because I plowed through a fucking pint and a half of ice cream the other night, and I was in New Mexico eating tortillas for three days. And well, beans. I have a feeling you're going to plow through another pint at some point if you deprive yourself no, of something. No, I know, and that, I, I, no, I'm not depriving myself. Okay. I'm eating all day okay. long. I just thought maybe, like, you know, I, I got some new vitamins. Yeah. From a guy. Fun. Listen, you it, enjoy yourself on these things. No, it'll I know. Pass. And I, I, I've been here before. <laughs> I'm just, just saying you, I'm, I'm happy. I, I ate, can't stand being around people on detoxes, diets. I can't even be friends with, like, people just get so- Dude, I'm eating I'm, all day, but I'm, I'm just not okay. eating it. Like, are no, you kidding me? I can tell I'm, you're good. I'm eating nuts. Yeah. I'm eating the cabbage salad, ate eggs and avocados. Are, you know, isn't it just so nice, though, when you're what? not constantly thinking about food and, like, I at just, the end me, of every meal, I'll you're tell you thinking what it about is. when's my next one? Like, now I can just, like, think about other shit. I, yeah, I know, but I love thinking about food. I mean, but, I do too. But, yeah, but, but, uh, not, yeah, but not in a bad way. Not in a way that's like, I'd rather um, eat. Here's what fuck. happened. This is what I'm telling you. You'd rather eat than fuck. Well, I used to always, sort like, of, at the end yeah, of the night, I would, yeah. like, be starving all day. I'd go on a date with a guy, eat a, a dinner that looks, like, normal. I wouldn't be like, I'm going to eat, like, a bird for a yeah, man yeah. i'd eat a normal dinner yeah but it wouldn't be enough because i starved all day and i'm used to going home and eating all my protein bars yeah. so instead of going back to his place which i would love to do yeah i got food is always gonna fucking win wow food always wins food is being hungry yeah. trumps everything and so you you're just all you're thinking about is food you can't think about sex you can't think about 
uh, e- e- my career even like everything was motivated by food when I was going to eat next when how much I just ate when I'm going to work that off yeah. and it just it's that voice is still in me it's not I haven't uh, killed but her it's quieter, yet yeah. but it's so much quieter yeah well you got it's like by by getting your he- head around your three meals thing and, and around the powerlessness of the compulsion you know you can kind of kind of be like just shut up yes to that person it's like I know you're upset but we're not doing it I just realized, like, there was this one thing that I yeah. heard one time that really got through to me, which was there's this anecdote that someone shared in one of the meetings yeah. about a girl that was brought had a sugar problem, and her thing was like no sugar. You know, yeah. in, in these kind of programs, everyone has a different abstinence. It's, you can't just like stop eating or what you know. Everyone's sure, a that's thing. what one thing Misha needs to say to me is that because I've been wrestling with this for, for yeah. years. And as my second wife, uh, she said, like, you can't, the, th- the, th- the problem with the addiction to sex and food is you need to do both. Yeah, yeah. You know, you Sucks. cannot really abstain from yeah. those things, really. I mean, sex? You, you can, but it's not great. All right, yeah. so even if it's just food, it's not like drugs or drinking totally. or gambling or getting Hard in lines. debt. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It's so like with food, you have to decide you have your to bottom figure line. Out what your bottom lines are and it takes a really long time to do that. I, I mean, I had I then I switched for a while I was just, you know, doing three meals, eating a normal diet, but I was chewing gum. Me too. To the point where gums. I was getting sores in so my mouth. Yeah. I had to have a what fucking kind of surgery. Trident um oh. wintergreen. Oh, oh you god. Had to get surgery? I had to get surgery in college. I was chewing so much gum. I had this thing called a ranula. If you google it, it's it's ranula is Latin for like a bullfrog's like bubble and oh. it just like it clogged one of my like I had ducts those. Yeah. and I had to pop it with a needle and it got so callous that I had to have it surgically removed and I had to lie to the guy about why it was why I knew I've it was from those, gum I've had those removed those yeah. are, the they're uh there are glands that get clogged. Yes, yes. Yeah. But okay, so so I quit just... gum too. So that's another one. I did too. Lines. I quit no gum. more gum. No gum because I, I I just want it more and more, and it, it easily replaces. Orbits. Oh yeah, it, or, it easily replaces food. Yeah, that's what I was doing. It's <sighs> gone. That's gone. The only reason here's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Because I don't want you to judge me. I'm not judging the... you. I smoke weed. Okay, I'm not. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, like I I, I just want to say like I. I'm not perfect. I've got stuff that I still want to conquer. Fuck, you're not perfect. I'm so close. <laughs> so fucking close. <laughs> uh, here's what I'm. De- here's what I was gonna tell you though. Yeah. The the sugar detox is only because I know that once I get on the you you crave that thing and and it tra- oh, you're it getting cha- it out. Yeah, because it changes is... the way you think. Yeah. That's what's bumming me out about it. Okay, it's that like, makes sense. It's shifting how I how I perceive. You know what I'm eating. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's I, it. I support that. That's it. That's uh, it. No so, judgment there. So, w- St. Louis, how do you feel? What is it like living in a fascist state? <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, is that a consider? Like, I'll go perform there, and the people I bring, they're sort of like, "Thank you, thank you for coming." Yeah. It's scary hearing like St. Louis is not. It doesn't feel that way in I St. Just, Louis. I just interviewed Jason Kander, who used to be uh, your state senator, I believe. Really? Yeah, he's great. Okay, good, good. Yeah, he's a great guy. Democratic guy. Hopefully he'll run for Senate there. He was he was a presidential hopeful, but he had PTSD and he didn't know it. Oh my God. And he, you know, he had to pull out and deal with it. Great guy. Good for him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so do you- pro- So I'm in St. Louis, so I don't feel it right, that right, much. Right. And I'm not there that much. I'm right. just there Monday through Thursday. I just wonder, I, I mean- and I, I love it. I love St. Louis. You do? I do. I had a nice time there. there. I was I was taken around by the woman who uh, owns Clementine. She you know, like showed yeah. me around the city. It's beautiful. It's- uh, And this sort of like, it's one of those cities where I go, 
that's kind of rebuilding somehow. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of them. You know what else is? Pittsburgh's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Isn't it? Yes. I was surprised. I, was, I said Where'd the same play? thing. Oh, uh, God. You could tell me and I would know. Did you do that Carnegie Homestead Library thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That weird haunted yes. shithole yes. up there? Yes. 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 So, which was great this time. The first time I played it, I'm like, there's something wrong with this place. And then this time, I'm like, no, it's good. I Maybe loved it me. Pittsburgh, yes. But yeah, you walk around, you're like, it's holy gorgeous. fuck. What a cool city. The hill, uh, the trolley the things going up. Yeah. The, yeah the, man, I loved it. I, I, I was like, I could live here. I felt the same way. Really? But I was just in Denver. Now I know because I live in St. Louis, I could live anywhere and have a great career. Yeah. I was just in Denver and I was out at... um. Um, I'm. I was at a Columbine. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, like I just got really into Columbine in the past couple. The school. Just the 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 event. Oh oh oh. So you went to go look at it. Yeah, like I the way that people are obsessed with like murders, I'm kind of obsessed with um, school shootings. Columbine specifically, I was just at the the age I was uh, a freshman when it happened. I've been fascinated by it and and for years. And then I read this amazing book by uh, Dave Colin called Columbine that just. I thought I knew everything about it, and I didn't. It was so fascinating. It really makes you look at every mass shooting now so much differently and understand like how? how it got. Like why? To, well, Columbine was a uh, botched bombing. It, if those guys were alive to see what they did, they would be humiliated by what happened because it was supposed to be. Uh, they were trying to recreate the Oklahoma City Oklahoma bombing. Oklahoma City, okay. And so their bombs a- didn't go off, and they were only they only had guns so they could. Sh- pick off the survivors that ran out of the cafeteria. Where'd they have the bombs? In the cafeteria. In their cars also. They were bought, they planted a bomb first to drive all activ- police activity away from Littleton so that the bomb, so there no could kidding. be more carnage. That bomb really, that kind of fizzled. No one really paid attention to it. The bombs they planted never in the the cafeteria where it was supposed to be up to 600, maybe 1,000 casualties during yeah. this. They, they plotted it, figured out when the most students would be there. These kids, by the way, were like not losers. They were picked on at times, but so was everyone at Columbine. Really, it was like yeah. a very like bullying school. They yeah. had a problem, but they were they were getting laid. They were popular. They had a lot of friends that had no what idea. What so, it, what do you think it was? Eric Harris is a psychopath, and he had a, um, a, a an extinction fetish, and he wanted to cause mass extinction. And so, and then um, Dylan was. Uh, suicidal and, ne- and and meant to kill himself before they had planned this attack on four twenty, oh. but he never got around to it, and so he just kind of fell into it. And, um, so and what that's you, what happened. So when you went, so to, I went there to the school. What did you feel? I I just was well. I felt very creepy vibes at one point. Um, in, in this certain area that where it almost looked reminiscent of what happened twenty years ago there, or over twenty years ago there, there was a moment where my friend my friends were. Um, really weirded out by my fascination, but I like forced them to go to Columbine twice because we went at night one time, and then I because they wanted to go to dinner beforehand, so I wanted to see it during the day, and then we went back during the day again, and they were worried that I was going to be arrested for trespassing, but I wasn't trying to get in; I was just trying to pay homage and like, and also there was this morbid curiosity that I'm not going to lie was also there of this like insane tragedy that happened that was such an anomaly of two people deciding to do this yeah. act together, which it's usually a single person and um. So did I did you uh, like that uh, Gus Van Zant movie? What was that one? Um, did they do a Did he do a Columbine movie? It's sort of based on it, wasn't it called Elephant? Oh yeah, I never saw that. No, oh. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see people get. I really hate v- gun violence. I don't watch. I can't watch any kind of violent thing, but I can sure as hell read about it. And um, but the real interesting thing was I went to Columbine the um, 
the memorial yeah. at night, which they have a beautiful... It, that's where I want to live is Littleton. It's the most beautiful campus I've ever seen. You can see the mountains. There's this gigantic lake. It is, is it's that, glorious. That's where, that's where Columbine is? Yeah, in Littleton. And um, I went to this. This is so weird, Mark. Okay, so I don't know if you remember, but I don't know why this is turning into me teaching you yeah. about Columbine, but it is interesting and I'm obsessed. Yeah. So there was a story that came out of Columbine when it happened that this one girl, they were asking people in the library before they picked them off, they yeah. would say, do you believe in God? And one girl said yes, and then he killed her. Her name was Cassie Bernal, and she died uh, a martyr for Jesus Christ. That was eyewitness accounts of someone that heard the one of the shooters say, do you believe in God, and heard a gunshot. That turned into this huge story where this girl that, you know, was a definite, like, crusader for Christ, had her life turned around by Christ and was so devoted, such a good Christian. It became her story. She became this martyr. Her mom got a book deal. Her mom felt weird about even doing a book about it. But people were inspired by Cassie's story that she told this guy in the face of a gun in her face. She said, I believe in Christ. And she died for it. Well, once crime scene investigators started doing their research, they realized that the girl who said yes was not Cassie. And it was this other girl who did, got shot at, but who did not die. And she felt embarrassed to even tell the story that she was the one who said yeah. yes, because she didn't want to take it from this poor girl who died. Yeah. And so it, be, it, it kind of got out a little bit, but it was quickly squashed by, you know, the, the Christian, the, the Christian movement, like the churches globbed onto this. They used her as sure. like a way to get so, so to the, convert the, so many kids. The Christian industrial complex shut her down. The oh, Christian yeah. stooges. Yes. But it is documented that Cassie did not say it. It was this other All girl right. that said it. So then I'm at the, the memorial yeah. and there is a woman there. I mean, this is like on Father's Day at yeah. 930 at night on a Sunday. There's no there's no anniversary. Sure. This is. I go there with my friends. We're reading each of the plaques. And as we're standing there, there's this one woman just standing in front of one of the plaques. We get to it. It's Cassie's plaque. I'm trying to read it. And the woman's like, where are you guys from? What's your connection to Columbine? And I'm just like, oh, I'm just pretty fascinated by it. I was a freshman in high school when it happened. Kind of bookended my high school. I was Columbine freshman year, 9-11 senior year. Like, it just means a lot to me in a weird way. She's asking a lot of questions. And she is... Trying to, she's there for a. a, I look back on it. She was like trying to get us to convert to something. She was standing in front of her, her like little site as like a, you know, an ambassador for her. And I have no idea at this time that that's her, but I just thought she's just a woman. And I quickly established like she wasn't there mourning anyone because I wasn't going to go off and talk about what I know yeah. if there was someone who lost someone. So she was like, oh, yeah, I was, you know, going to this Denver high school when it happened. I don't know anyone from it, but, you know, I just like to come here. It's so peaceful. And I was like, yeah, it really is. And, and I was like, and then I read her plaque and it said she said yes. And I go, you know, she, she didn't. Right. <laughs> and the girl goes, What? <laughs> And I go, she didn't actually say yes. And I was kind of telling my friends more than her. I was like, oh, the whole story. And this woman is just like, where did you hear that? And I was like, well, I just read this book by Dave Cullen called Columbine. It was, it's, it's been completely debunked. She didn't say it, but I, I'm guessing she would have anyway. So why not just give it to her, sure. you know? Yeah. And she's <laughs> suddenly, she just drifted off into the night. And I swear to God, this woman, I dismantled her entire reason for believing in Christ. I mean, this was probably a girl who was, she was an eighth grader when it happened. And it was, she was probably one of the ones that was converted by this story. And uh. my just like, just you know, there you go. You're doing the, the opposite of missionary work. <laughs> you're just, you're, which is you're an antichrist missionary. I mean that if if that is what I go down in history as, That's, I, that'll be on your grave site. It. Yes, I. <laughs> she, she said bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I had no idea. I would have never. I would never try to offend anyone who believes mm. in that and knows. Who, you know, has a whole identity based on that. Okay. But it was fascinating. To so me. you've decided that you can live in Pittsburgh because it's there's hills and it's cool. Yeah, and I could live and in Littleton live in because of Columbine's has, nearby. Col- I could stop by Columbine anytime you, and just. What other cities remember. like going? Because I've been touring a lot. And I'm, I see the ones that are trying to, you know, kind of turn it around. Like yeah. Cleveland's only, ha- it's just, it's inching towards, it's yeah. a little too big, but it's too not quite hip. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, um, Detroit, seems, City. Detroit seems to be bouncing back a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, my God. That one hotel, Chanel. The found, oh, I stayed at Foundation. Oh, yeah. The found, it was like, uh, it was a firehouse. It was the main firehouse. Yeah. Well, I, I read in Detroit. I, I called nine one one when I was in Detroit because we saw a car accident happen on the highway, and it was uh, I got a busy tone, and then it just rang for ten minutes, and then never picked up. And then I was looking up interesting facts about Detroit so I could roast them. And one of the facts was, uh, it takes an hour for your nine one one call to be answered. Oh on my average. god! So. I, well, maybe it's not bouncing back. <laughs> Kansas City, I didn't go to Kansas City. I like Kansas City a lot. I, I got, I got some dates coming up in like Lincoln, Nebraska. I've never been there. So I thought I was going to get to see your whole special, but they just sent me the fucking trailer. Oh, uh, lucky you. What are you like, talking you, about? You, I mean, like, you just didn't have to, like, watch a special. I mean, I, we all I love watch them. Watch... I'll watch them. That's so not. I know you would, but, like, you got out of it by, like, I got it. It's kind of like why I, like. No, it was ready. I, I'd set time aside. That's why I, I like being tied up during sex so I can be, like, I would jerk you on, but I can't. Yeah, can. Like, I love yeah. a good it's excuse. It's part of my thrill. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah, they yeah. only sent me the trailer. <laughs> I would have. I couldn't wait to. No, but I, th- yeah, I, I thought it was special. funny. It's called Felt... Good Clean Filth. Oh, thank you. That doesn't sound convincing, but I. No, I do. What do you want? I'm glad you didn't. See it. Why? Because if you didn't like it, I could tell. No, and you, I, I but I like you that. and I like the dirty I know, stuff. I, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm known for. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Are how you feel not about proud that. of it? Yeah, I'm proud of it, but it's not like, I just feel like there's some kind of, um, if I were an outsider looking at what I do, I would, would be you like, rather come be the... on, girl, get, stop it. Like, it's just well, enough, like, this that. is your gimmick. I saw that in a trailer. Yeah. You're like, I'm still talking about this. I am so. still talking about this shit because it's interesting to me. I thought, I, I gotta be true to what I'm interested in. It's still fucking interesting but to why be you, talking about fucking. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. great. I, I used I to do it all the time. I don't why more people don't. I used to do it all the time, but then it's sort of like, it, I, it became sort of a bad look at some point. Uh, at a certain age, for a it becomes dude. a bad look. For no, for like you know, it's just sort of like, yeah. I, I mean, fucking is fascinating. But you I still, guess. I'm st- sure you still reference it and still. Have, oh sure, sure. I know. mean, yeah. I'll say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do. Uh, I, I'm doing a bit about uh, how I don't <laughs> like. I'm not one of these older dudes that like does hobbies where you know physical fitness hobbies, like yeah. you know where it's gonna have to wear a unitard and pedal <laughs> fast to go nowhere. And, yeah. <laughs> You, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yes. like, and these guys are like, I'm pushing my personal limits. I'm like, why? <laughs> and then I say, uh, if you really want to push your personal limits, fuck a crazy lady. <laughs> but not like, I'm not saying all women are crazy. I mean, no. a mentally ill person. Okay. Have yeah. sex. Don't fuck, <laughs> stop fucking girls before, literally stop having, men need to understand yeah. that women have, when we have sex, no matter what we say, <sighs> we get way more emotionally attached as you all have seen than even we intend or we can predict that's true and it happens every single time and that is the big crux of my special is i've stopped having sex unless i'm in love unless the person i know it, i know gonna the be person, able to take it 
No, is in love with me because a man will always like you less after sex. But if he loves you, he'll still stay with you and and have enough men. My point is that the only thing men like more than new pussy is integrity. Hmm. And so if a man loves you, he'll have integrity to not fuck other women. Not that that is something I care about. I honestly don't really care if someone fucked other women, but they won't. They'll, 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 I just had too many times where I would sleep with someone too soon because I thought it was time. I thought they were going to be my boyfriend. I thought we had shared enough and connected enough. And then they just change afterwards. And I kind of, I, I read enough about the male brain and about orgasms. Mm. And, um, and by that, I mean like thirds of books and I go, oh, I get this. And I talk about it in my special, like I'm a fucking expert. I have like uh, two bookshelves for just thirds of books. Just thirds of books. Because you just go, I get this. Look, where'd I stop underlining? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Where did I leave that set list that I bookmarked <laughs> with? Um, and so, yeah, that's a big mm-hmm. stop having sex with us, please, please. Like we and I really do. I've just learned how to get off in other ways and to get men off in other ways, because I used to just sleep with guys because I think women, especially if we're talking about high school age girls mm-hmm. having sex. And if we want to cut down on teen pregnancy, I really believe we need to teach girls how to give good hand jobs. Sure. And good, good blowjobs, but yeah. more so hand jobs because they're you not don't think invasive. They're, aren't they all watching porn? Can't they get a sense There's of it? There's no hand jobs in porn. Oh, I, girls I, are I, just I, getting. I, you have to make your search more specific. But hand no, jobs are just we're scared. We're scared to disappoint men and girls in, in are having sex in high school because they want boys to like them, not because they like having sex, sex with a no, high think, school I think kid. That's, like I, I've, I've gotten it's it's been a long road, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm 58. Yeah, what have you learned? Um, Do you know that? Like, are you a little apprehensive when you're dating someone new and you're not sure how committed you want to be? Well, I just I was very straight. You know, this uh, the woman I've been sort of hanging out with. I mean, since, you know, like when Lynn died, that kind of shattered any capacity I had, you know, for, you know, like I I was not that good at intimacy to begin with. And whatever that reconfigured everything. So I like this woman I've been hanging out with for a while. You know, she's younger than me, but I, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. You know. Most uh, people are going to be at this point. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mind having, you know, being you're, with you're immature 40, in 50, a way. 40 or 50 years. hip. I'm not immature. I just don't have children. Yeah, that's a good point. But you are. You, you, like, you're silly and you're, I guess. you're lighthearted. I, I, you, you dress young. You're wait, young. I don't know. I, maybe I dress young, but I'm not sure I'm silly and lighthearted. I don't you know are. that everyone is. To you, because you know me. I know. So uh, but like, not, then you not, are. No, but I'm not hiding from you. I'm not, I'm not being like, I'm not being defensive yeah. or, 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 or threatened right. emotionally. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, unless being uh, immature is being terrified of being threatened threatened emotionally but but anyways the point be, being yeah. is i was just straight i said look i don't know what i'm capable of emotionally really and and at this point or whatever but i i like hanging out and you know sex is is good and i and i but i just i like i, I have a hard time sleeping with with uh, with you and like i was all pretty much open yeah but you like well, some, you had why would you have a hard time sleeping with someone it's just the intimacy of it like i can't the intimacy I, after during before no uh, so for some reason in my brain there's some sort of weird separation between like i just can't 
like I'm also very codependent almost immediately. So if I have somebody living in the house, it's like I'm I'm going to disappear and I'm just going to be like, what are you doing? What? And just worried to the point where I'll just resent them because I think they're taking up too much of my brain and it's my problem. So you get you get too invo- invested in them if they're- I just if worry. You, about what? They'll Everything. leave you? Or no. like about them? No, just like, you know, be careful when you drive. Right. What, Is this what happened at work? or was this always the, that way? It was kind of always that way. But mm-hmm. then I, I let that go get to anger where I yeah. just sort of like, they're not asking me to do anything and i'm living this whole life in my head right y- you know yeah, you're so concerned with it's them just, and they or, or i'm paranoid or whatever or... it could go yes. either way but oh, i'm not man. jealous anymore oh, like, i don't good. do that shit anymore well how do you be, how do you how do you fight that how, how'd you get over that because I'm just, that I'm, I'm, plagues I'm, everyone I, I don't i don't know you know i just i i think i'm a little numb but like or oh, you might trust more now yeah i don't know because doesn't fear of Getting cheated, getting jealous is just not trusting the person. Because if you trust the person not to fuck anyone, then you I have guess, nothing to worry about. I guess, but it's like, but you know, people fuck. Yeah, and they depen- do. And it depends on like the situation. I'm just not in the situation. I'm sure it you could all come back. You just don't care either way? No, I do. Yeah. You, you know, I'd like to know. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I've been I've been left for people. I've been fucked around on. Mm. You know, and I don't even realize it till years later sometimes where I'm really? like, oh my God, oh, that was going no. on for like months before they left me. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, uh, most people do that. Of course they do. They get most set people, up and then they leave. Most people need, my therapist used to say, some people just need a lily pad before they decide yeah, to some jump. Some people, most people. They need to, they need to test yeah. it out. But I know most people. I ju- I've just been straight, you know, and I know that emotionally it's deepening and I don't, I don't know what the fuck I want. And yeah. I don't, but I, you know, I don't have kids. I don't have debt. I don't have. What about emotional intimacy? I'm, that's what I'm saying is that that's what, that's the harder thing for me because it's like, and I can't quite figure that out that out but i'm working on it that's why i'm saying like a lot of times like if if uh, we'll sweep in separate rooms or she won't she won't sweep over at all because i can't i can't deal with it with this all or nothing yeah the responsibility of it or something i don't know yeah and i don't know if i'm ready but i I was definitely ready to fuck when we started yes Mm. (laughs) well at least i like i like what you're saying i'm straight about it like I'm, i'm at least telling her yeah that these are my hangups. Yeah. And that I'm struggling with and them also, and I'm don't old, expect anything. I'm old and these are the things I need to happen when we have sex if it's going to be good. <laughs> Do you really say that? Do you, can you really give like, this is what I need? That's great. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes everything so much easier. I think if we all need to be doing that more because so much of sex is just like, is this what they want? Is well, this good? This... Oh my God, they're placating me. Oh God. But there's this weird thing about about being a dude too where it's sort of like, there's this pressure and it's sort of like, you know, if things aren't working, you know, why are you blaming me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you know, like, yes. Can't we work a little harder at getting this where we need to get you it? You just need to bring in toys. Men need to just, I mean, do you incorporate those? Are you intimidated by those? Are you jealous for, of those? For me or her? Her. Oh no, I, I'm not doing it currently. But no, that wasn't a problem. That's I don't never, have a problem. You never with that. have a problem with that. But I do. Like sometimes you have to, depending on who the person is. Like I've had to wean people off of toys. Oh yeah. Because like if someone's like compulsively, if toy uh, like a compulsive toy person, yeah, like you can't make them come. I know. So you you got to you start like okay, I'll do the toy for You're you. You're right. You're and then, right. And then sort of like let's try it without a toy. I've I'll, been I'll, single I'll, a really long time. I need to I need to wean, wean myself off porn and toys. Yeah, but just jerking off in general because you can desensitize yourself. Oh yeah. Because you have com- it's like a control thing. You have complete control yes. of the whole process. Of getting to your orgasm. Yes. So like if you're in, and that's the fucked up thing is that. And I hate it. I don't want control. 
Well, oh, that so sense. that's your thing, yeah. yeah. But oh, but God, but that's yeah. but that's a relief thing. That's a compulsive thing. That's like I want to come to feel. Yeah, you know, I just need yes, it's like yes. eating or whatever. But um, but I don't let myself. Oh. I don't yeah. love, I, like, that's another, res- I, oh, so I restrict the, and every, just, I'm anorexic when it comes to orgasms, oh, too. Oh, so like, you'll I watch just, porn for, like, hours and not come? Yeah, and just, it, well, because I'm saving it for, like, I want to wait to eat, and, to, like, this, yeah. they do the same thing for with do food. I want to wait to eat until, no, I don't do that. I did today, and it, like, was orgasmic satisfied. to pee in your bathroom upstairs. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it lasted so long, but, no, I do that with orgasms. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I do it with Christmas. Even on uh, Christmas, I don't like to open my presents until the very last second, because I'm just I think the enjoyment is in the anticipation oh. for me it's not actually the orgasm itself because oh, no. as soon as I'm coming I'm like oh I can't believe it's gonna be a while before I get to do this again oh yeah I don't I'm or not. I want to just make sure it's like the best it can be and oh, then I just good. lose it yeah that's good yeah but I don't I don't I don't like the sort of uh what do you call it uh, uh, not denying myself but but my I think the the point I was trying to make is that when you when you when you jerk off compulsively yeah you're your primary sexual partner Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know exactly what I like. Right. Yes. And and so when someone else has entered into the equation, you've got to get them up to speed on that, but also meet halfway. And But the weird thing is, is sometimes when you do start fucking somebody and you're used to jerking off all the time, even when you come, it's sort of like, I, I could have done that better on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> and, it's, like, and I think men oftentimes... If you tell them something that you want, it takes the hotness out of it because there's the dynamic there, especially that I like in bed, that they're calling the shots. I'm just a dumb mute hole. Yeah. You know, like I like to kind of be like defense. I like to be so the opposite of the way I am on on stage. Like I like to just be holes and just be. Well, that's interesting because there's people like, you know, that have that. That, you know, that control thing. Yes. That, you know, sexually, it's like, why wouldn't you be submissive? Yeah. To, to just... Anyone you know, who's super in charge in yeah, most yeah. of their life likes to right. be out of control in the bedroom. Yeah, so I yeah. find that to be... But that's hard to do, to ask for what you want, by, but also be a submissive. Right, because then you... I get <laughs> it. Because then it takes it, away from it. the... Yeah. But, well, I mean, you just... Well, eventually you don't have to ask. No, you just lay out toys that you want to be used on yeah. you and you send messages yeah. of like, hey, this porn got me off. Look, Check this out. Look, <laughs> lay out an eye mask, uh, you know, clamps yeah, of sorts. Sure. Um, and never really... Yeah, and then a, a safe word, things like that. But it's, it is... I do struggle with the idea of like... Um, I really love... Like the, I just like anticipation. I really love crushes. And that is something I, my boyfriend I'm with now, we've broken up so many times because I love, are we going to get back together? Uh, like, oh, wow. I have to earn him again. Like, yeah, does yeah. he like me? And then when you finally do, you're like, oh, and I, I, I'm really scared of that. Never. That is, that is what I don't understand how married people can, can have that and yeah. just never, never have yeah. a crush again. And my, my married friends go, I have crushes. Don't, don't you think I don't have a crush? I'm like, it's it's not the same if you think if you know it can't happen. Well, I think that like especially now with the apocalypse and everything, I sure. think people are taking it pretty close to the edge. <laughs> yes, you're so right. Like you know, I've I've gotten proposition by people who who want to use their hall pass, and I'm like, that's not a real thing. Yeah, I know. Like it's not a real thing. Yes, and I'm I'm flattered well, that. Well, I, yeah, and I have to consent to. I, I know you. I'm your hall pass, but I have to. Well, that's that. But like you know, as a dude, like if someone's coming at me, it's like my you know my husband already said. I'm like, but did he really say? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be on the wrong mm-hmm. end of a fucking gun yes. because you, you know you, you you know people say things just as a couple thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and also it doesn't. It's and not, she had a fight with him earlier that day, sure, and she's sure, like, "I'm going to sure. fucking do it." Or any, care. or any of that sort of like it's an open relationship. Shit. Is yeah. it though? Like, I don't want to die for pussy. I don't want you know because. Would it be weird if he was like, "Yeah, it's cool." If he was like right there, would that make? Would that take it out? Like, no, what's going to? No, the whole thing's bad. It's all bad. The whole you know, like bad, yeah. sure. I mean, uh, I think it, that what I think I've been fucked around on, and I've fucked around yeah. on dudes. Yes, I have fucked around as well, and it is not. Um, a, you got to carry that shit, man. Yeah, I yeah I know, and it, you, it's it's hard to feel bad sometimes when you are in the middle of it because you go, it would have just been someone else if not. I never do it unless I give confirmation that uh, it's something they just do. But the but the fucking <laughs> the, yeah, but the thing is, is like depending on how much you're doing. You know, living the double life thing is the only one who loses is you yeah. because you're not doing, you know, you're obviously not doing what you want to do and you're you're living a lie. Oh, right. Well, so, I've never stepped out, but I've been the one that's been the other woman uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I do. It's like, yeah, 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 you've done that as well. So, but you've been on both sides of things. Oh, my God. I can't imagine like, I, 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 you know, I've been on the other side of things. So I've been with someone who has been cheating. And it, you know what boggles my mind huh. is that. These men, and this is way in my past. It's, it's been a long time since I've done yeah. anything like this. I mean, there was one recently, but that was a whole different thing. But back in the day, I used to really actually pursue men that had girlfriends. It was a turn on to me because I had low self-esteem. Yeah. I could never be with them. I'd never trust yeah. these people. I could yeah. never have them. But I um, I am boggled by how many of these guys married the women that they cheated on. Because I thought... Married, uh, w- cheated with you mean? Cheated, no, cheated with me, with oh, me oh, oh. on. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, where yeah. I go? I know, I know you stayed with her, and you're gonna be her, but you can't yeah. ma- unless you guys worked on that. But no, it's just a secret. You're gonna keep to the grave. I don't want to have any secrets with the person it's, I marry. It's, yeah, well, that's uh, and I know good so luck. many people that I know. I mean, you. I you think, can't tell it all, but I try. Yeah, I I, I, is that necessary though? I mean, no, it, it, I mean it, to some degree. But I mean, shouldn't it be just sort of like from when you start? Yes. Wait, from you when know, you start the relationship? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Do, yes. do you really need to sort of like yes. let's take out the journals? N- yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think no. That's just cruel. That's you don't. Yeah. Yes, there is something to me also about a committed relationship where sometimes I go, "You really just me the rest of your life." You would be like, that's cool with you. Like, there's a part of me that feels like a man loses a part of himself in not in shutting down any attraction or any like desire for other women. I know that desire is there. I know you can jerk off to other girls and and look at them and ogle. But I I want that. I want as much as I don't ever want to be left for another woman. I do want I think it's a bad sign if if my man is not attracted to other women sure. a, aside from Yeah, me. but it's just a matter of how much you talk about. But who the hell knows? Like it's weird now cuz yeah. like I'm like I'm I'm older and I don't know what the fuck I want and I'm so hung up on, you know, the world ending and doing my comedy and and just sort of like panicking about shit. It's just like I've gotten pretty pretty in the present about it. Yeah. And uh like I just don't see any future at all. I know. So let alone for me. You know, sort of like, what are your plans? I don't fucking know. I don't think we're going to be able to live in California in a year because there's not going to be any water. But do you want to get married? What? (laughs) It's happening so fast. Yeah, like me writing a book, I just picture them 
just in a, a wave that's yeah. being cra- like just all of them floating away because they're not going to be around that long. Everything's going to be underwater. I know. So wait, okay, so let's talk about some shit then. Like yeah. uh, about like um, like what what? So the special's out now. E, uh, it's gonna yeah. It's gonna yeah. When when is this coming out? Well, we're gonna do it for you. Oh okay. Well, the special's out. As of uh, July 16th on HBO Max. I'm also the host of F Boy Island on HBO I know, HBO I watched Max. a trailer of that too. I don't. I really didn't feel like I needed to watch all of that. All, the, wa- all the trailers. <laughs> but, I wa- but I did want to see your comedy special. <laughs> Thank but you. The trailer of uh, F Boy Island, I was like, I think I've seen enough of this. You get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, thir- it's 13 F Boys, 13 nice guys, three girls trying to figure out who's who. And it is so <laughs> funny and fun. And, you know, I'm f- I get to be like comedic as the host. It's yeah. like a reality well, you're show, very but funny. I get to be funny on. You're funny. And then, yeah, my special is out and it's just like um, yeah. me talking about relationships like and the end of the world. HBO? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I honestly think they were negligent in letting me get away with some of the things that I said on, on F-Boy Island where I would go, no notes? You're not going to give me one note? I'm so happy to do an HBO special. That's, You're doing one? Yeah. Yes. That's, but that's what I wanted when I was a kid, an oh, HBO special. that's awesome. And now, this is before Netflix and everything else. And oh, it's going to be so cool. But it seems pure, man. It I is. I was so fucking thrilled about the opportunity. Fuck Netflix. Fuck them. I've done a <laughs> few with them, you know, but it's like, I, you know, they, there's no... It's like, okay, we there's just throw it out there. We say HBO, they're going to curate it. You know, it's they're going to fucking get behind it. Yes. They believe, they're so, they're such fans of mine and they're so excited about it and I'm really proud of, of what they let me do. Here. Yeah? Yeah. It's called Good Clean Filth. Yeah. And it's, um, I shot it in Denver, just down the road from Columbine. <laughs> where you might be living. Yeah, where I might move any day now. Yeah. I just want to wake up and see the mountains. Like, I just... Just thinking about how yeah. we're not going to be around that much longer, I feel Ooh. the same way as you feel. I'm like, why am I wasting any of my life not being in this crisp air and getting to see these majestic? It's a little high and dry, isn't it? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't mind. Oh, sometimes weird. the altitude fucks with me. And I've never seen drunker people in Denver because oh, of that really? fucking altitude. I don't, I don't drink anymore. Yeah, so no, it's just sort of like. That, but know? when you do a show there and you go out downtown, like if you're at the comedy oh, yeah, works, and it's you. just sort of like. What's happening <laughs> between the legal weed and the booze and the yeah, altitude? Yeah. It's just a fucking disaster. <laughs> it's like fucking Glasgow. <laughs> fucking nuts. Do you smoke weed? No, I don't do nothing. Okay. But um, all right. So I think we covered everything. All right. <laughs> I feel like we did. Yeah. Columbine, fucking. Yeah. Uh, uh, sex. Fear yeah. of intimacy. Yeah. Wait, but fear of like sharing your deepest fears and like looking into each other's eyes. I just want to like, I, I'm not trying to pry. I'm just trying to understand. No, I'm just, I'm, it's just, I got to get there. You know, like even with Lynn, it was, it wasn't quite there yet. And we yeah. were just sort of getting started. Have you been to couples therapy before? I'm sure yes, you have. Yes, yes. Usually yes. it's just, it's a fucking Hail Mary. Yeah, it's already. It's, yeah, it's over. I went uh, to couples therapy with my boyfriend before we became official i said i'm not i'm not i used to say that it's like you should you're on your second date it should be couple sir yeah it's a joke it's great did you do that joke no i won't i won't even think about it now (laughs) it's done but but i I, like i just there there's not so much a thing like you know i'm not waiting for the right one or whatever it's just like you know sometimes you just you stay with people for a long i've stayed with people too long and oh. sometimes I've stayed with people that I didn't feel uh, that I knew weren't really right. Yeah. Just because I don't know how to get out. 
Right. You know, like I like I've I've been in relationships that should there have been over. There were still good times to be had in six months. They should have been over in six months. And I, I was in it for four or five years. Why don't you know how to get out? Because you're scared you won't find someone better. You're scared. No, that, I just like, I don't want to hurt do myself. Like... I don't want the confrontation. I don't want to feel the heartbreak. I don't want to hurt somebody. Yeah, I'm... You know, Ugh. I don't want to deal with the whole fucking like, you know, and usually in my past, it's 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 got to blow up. Right. Right. You know, someone's got to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. I do that sometimes to my boyfriend and just like try to get him to either hang up on me or break up with me. And you sound of very like... exciting. <laughs> that guy's a real hero. He, he he's great. He like <laughs> we've been d- dating off and on for nine years. We took a five year break and we're we just became official again because it's just getting embarrassing how many times we've broken up and gone back together and our families just like just have no faith in us and now we're actually like okay I think we're gonna do this and he's I th- I think what what the thing is I'm scared of of like no new crushes ever no that'll die yeah. there's a thing that. I thing- could give that up. I, I gave up a lot of things. I, drinking, I I miss a lot, and that was so fun. But I but go, thing- I had my fun. It's I know, done. but 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 crushes are different. Yeah, crushes like it's it, it's like any other sort of obsession, like a meal or whatever. It'll yeah. fade. Of course, you know what it's I mean. Fleeting. It is a hit. It's not exactly it is- fleeting. It can last a while. It's, but, but it yeah. will go sure. away. Like, but I look at like you know. Pete Davidson and Kim, Karda- Kim Kardashian. I'm like that obsessive love called limerence is what it's called, where Dude, you're just I, all I, over I, each other. I, I, is I so see. good, and it's like God, I'm never gonna feel that way again. I but see, what I why do I look at those is, two and I feel like someone's in trouble? Oh, see, I look at that and I go, God damn it, I want that. Like no, that no. is like that first for, hit. For me, I just sort of like I don't know if this is mm. good for Pete. No, of course not. It's like I, I, any two people that obsess with each other, it's it, it, it can't sustain it, even though you think it. it's I don't going believe to. It. But why are we seeing so much? Why are we seeing so much? What do you mean? What, what, it's just like, you know, why is the, pre- I, I, the press on it? It's just a little disturbing to me. Because it's not we're casual. talking about it right now and it's huh? going to help their bottom line. I mean, it's like. But that's, that's what I mean. So what, what do we really know? Um, I don't know. I, I think I can tell. I can tell. Okay. I am romantic, but I think I can tell they're pretty fucking happy, and that okay. she's get, right. getting banged out re- real good, and she's like yeah, yeah, in yeah. it and like yeah. feeling young again and free. It's a good feeling. Okay. But I do well, I'm feel. Glad everyone's happy. I've just never felt in my life an, enough like that, like that deep love that everyone talks about is like, oh, I can sacrifice any of these new dalliances because there's this deep committed love, and I think I'm just starting to actually understand what that can be, and like. That's the thing my therapist uh, keeps saying is like, you have to take a leap of faith and just really commit because I'm scared to commit further go, because then go, I'm going to yeah. hurt him or I'm going to hurt right. me. Why get deeper into it? Like well, you're but, saying, no, like yeah. sleep in another room, don't stay over because it's either all or nothing when really they have a, you can't prevent someone from getting hurt. It's up to them. No, that's that's right. And, you know, and people get hurt and I've been hurt and I've hurt people and I've lost and people I'll and everything else. just enjoy music more those few months I guess, that I get yeah, hurt. I, you know, I like I've gotten through it's it before. Exhausting, dude. Yeah. But it reminds you're alive. You can't avoid happens. it. Yeah, no, yes. absolutely. And I know that. And yeah. I know that now. And I've lived a long and weird life. And I've been you, you know, <laughs> married twice. And, you know, and I've been with a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's like, whatever you're talking about, this weird, committed, like sort of relaxed love thing. I don't know, man. I If we haven't fully got a handle on that shit that's inside of us, I don't know how it. Right. Well, that's why right. I'm starting to feel it is because I, the the, the voice that's telling me to starve myself is dissipated and then there's a voice that's like just be good to yourself it's like getting louder and then that's letting people in that are just good okay. to me all right good well so it is true you keep do that door go- open <laughs> see what you can do i'll give get back to me i'll talk, I'll talk to you in six months gotta go eat a protein bar <laughs> thanks for doing it thank you mark uh-huh. 
Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser, Good Queen Filth, is streaming on HBO Max. Uh, and, oh, could you just hang out for a second? Can you hang out for one second? Thanks. Listen, for people who have a full Marin subscription on WTF Plus, we just posted some producer cuts. This is something we're going to do regularly. When there's stuff that gets cut out of recent episodes, Brendan will explain why it got cut out in the first place, and you'll get to hear the whole clip. There's stuff from the Michael Mann and Orny Adams episodes up now, so go check out the producer cuts on the full Marin feed if you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, join up now and you'll get all the bonus stuff we've been posting, plus every episode of WTF ever. Just click on the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus. Okay, so I'll be at Just for Laughs in Montreal for my gala on Saturday, July 30th. I'll also be doing two solo shows at Salle, Claude, Leveille. And uh, tickets are going to be available today at noon Eastern. That's uh, July 28th, Thursday at 7 o'clock. And Friday, July 29th at 8.30. This place only seats a, a couple hundred, so not even. This place seats like 125 or something. Just get the tickets at uh, hahaha.com or wtfpod.com slash tour for my shows at Saul Claude Leveille. <laughs> I don't know. In August, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio at the Southern Theater on August 4th. Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm at the Old National Center on August 5th. Louisville, Kentucky at the Bombard Theater August 6th. And I hope I don't bomb hard. <laughs> Ooh, man, I'm on fire. Then I'm back at Dynasty Typewriter in L.A. on August 14th. Lincoln, Nebraska at the Rococo Theater on August 18th. Des Moines, Iowa at the Hoyt Sherman Place on August 19th in Iowa City, Iowa at the Ingwert Theater on August 20th. Then in September, I'm in Tucson, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, Boulder, Colorado, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. In October, I'm in London, England and Dublin, Ireland. Yes, yes. Go to WTFPod slash tour for all the dates and ticket info. And the shows have been good. Uh, on some of those Midwest dates, on in the De- Nebraska and Iowa dates, I'm taking... Uh, Lara bites with me. She's going to be my uh, ambassador to the Midwest, being from the Midwest. Uh, and the the shows have been good. Shit is tightening up. There's four or five, you know, kind of like real uh, uh, big bits in there, and the rest of the stuff is kind of working around those things. It's really starting to take shape. So <laughs> I've only been doing it now for over a year. You would think it would take shape, right? Huh? You would think it would take shape. And now I will do some raga. I'm going to do sort of some sort of Indian blues riff for you now with my banker custom Leslie guitar through the old amps. Just tubes, man. Just the natural breakup of the tubes.
monkey in the fonda cat angels everywhere mm-hmm. 